Hey, yo, say hello to the back Scott Hall. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. Hi, this is Booker T, the five-time WCW champion. And you listen to SNS Radio Network. Yo, monkeys, it's me, PPP, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. Stay tuned or you will feel Hey, you listen on the SNS Network, and that's the bottom line. The Gold Gold Central. The world is listening. The following is a part of the Unchained Wrestling Network, the SNS Radio Network, and KJCC Real Campus Radio. I'm back, baby. The Unchained Wrestling Network and KJCC Real Campus Radio presents the two-time Wrestling Radio Award winner, Running the Ropes. I lost a broski for a hosty! Step through the ropes as the guys bring you all the talk happening within the WWE. Woo woo woo! You know it! TNA. Sorry about your damn luck! Ring of Honor. Dig down in your bunkers and dig into those trenches and get ready. Get ready for shock and awe. And the NorCal Independency. And now live from the KJCC studio in San Jose, California, it's running the ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network, the SNS Radio Network, and KJCC Real Campus Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Running the Ropes, right here on the SNS Radio Network, the Unchained Wrestling Network, and soon to be back with KJCC live on at live365.com, keyword KJCC. My name is Brian Maverick Bertrand, and with me this week, after a bit of a, a bit of a problem with his internet this past week, that's cool. The owner and operator of headlocksandheadlines.com, Chris Kelly. Chris, what's up? No, my friend, yeah, I, I just say my internet this past Thursday was terrible. So I decided to go celebrate, and by celebrate, I mean go cry, and somehow I spent £150, which is about $300. Did James Storm take your wallet again? Be honest. No, I, no, no, I took my, I took my wallet, and I spent a stupendous amount of money. I don't know on what. Um, I know that I agreed to, I agreed to take, to take some girl on a date. I can't remember her name. I can't remember what she looks like. I have a date next week. <laughs> wow. So, so I'm because she added me on Facebook, but but when I woke up in the morning, I had three people who who, who added me on Facebook. So I might I might have to date one of the three girls I added on Facebook because I said I would. But Hashtag them. <laughs> Hashtag popular guy. All right, I like it. Um, hashtag, hashtag, drink and go out, don't drive. 
Yeah, exactly. I I wish I had that luck, but fortunately for me, I got to play. I got to stand in line. I was I felt weird on Monday night because uh, I was standing in line Monday night at the GameStop right right near my place, and I picked up WWE 13. Of course, you had some experience with it already. Oh uh, yeah, I. Advance, you dick. Yeah, I mean, by by the time it, that it had it had dropped in America, I had already completed the the attitude mode. So I'm there going, guys, hurry up so I can buy it, please. <laughs> but I mean, what are your thoughts on WWE 13? Well, so far, I love it. I love just about everything about it. Um, the attitude era mode is really cool. Because it's it's kind of like how, and I hate to bring this title up, but it's kind of how Legends of WrestleMania was in recreating the moments and uh, doing all doing the cutscenes for the moments, just recreating that. It was re it's really cool to play, and the difficulty factor of it it's freaking hard. The game oh, is yeah. hard as hell, and yeah. Uh, trust me, you want to do it a few times anyway, but um, it's fun. I, I love it. I, I love the graphics. I love the gameplay. I love the Attitude Era mode. I don't see a regular uh, single-player campaign yet. There's not. That's kind of you weird did. that they don't have it on there, but I mean, it's cool, I guess. I mean, you have your you have your Attitude Era mode, and then you have WWE Universe. And I've been playing the universe now for about four days, and I've yet to have a cutscene. I, I mean, I've yet to have any kind of storyline built. So I'm just here, and like, I'm just now playing. Right, right now, I'm playing as the APA, and I, and I'm beating up um, Epico and Primo because nice. <laughs> this thing, this thing is making like no future for me. So I, I got bored, so I made a third show. I've got um, Raw, SmackDown, and then Throwback Thursday. And Throwback Thursday is basically where I've got every single guy from the Attitude Era, and, and they're on one roster. And I've got and I've got the old Undisputed title, I've got the old tag titles, and I've got the European title as the titles. Uh -huh. And it, it's amazing how much like um, stats this game keeps. Um, it, it, in part, it does lie. It does say that the Miz was the longest reigning. Um, IC, IC champion, but as we know, the Miz was not the longest running IC champion. That would be, wouldn't it? That that would be the Hong Kong. Hong Kong that man. would still be the Honky Tonk Man. But of course, the Honky Tonk Man is not in the game, unfortunately. But I mean, I, it's I, still I, cool though. Yeah, I mean, like, say, like, save, like, I don't know, say, if you have get bored and decide to put the title on Epico and then get sober and then put the belt on. Know, someone else, like I know Billy Gunn, for example, it will keep that history. It, it does keep an insane amount of history. Um, but I mean, there are there are a few things wrong with like the, like the history factor of the game. I mean, there are parts where either Rick Rude or China should be with Triple H, and of course right. they're not there. Um, there's a weird part, and you guys will notice it when you get to it. Um, you do like kind of a, a, a um, round robin. To, to decide who will be the new number contender to the Rocks WWF world title. Right. And um, they blur out two names. And I was, and I was like, wait a minute, Benoit, Benoit wasn't in WWE at this time. They blur, out, they blur out the names of Al Snow and Jeff Jarrett. What? On the graphics. 
yeah they, they blur out the names of Al Snow and Jeff Jarrett from, from the tournament okay that is weird honestly that's very weird only because like, I mean this is I, I understand they're not contract wrestlers anymore but this goes into how WWE was or has has always been since they had it since they were forced to change their name and that's mainly the whole uh be the whole how do I say this uh crapping on history and they expect fan they expect fans to not notice well I mean, I mean like it was quite a bad like kind of uh, edit you know what I mean it's quite obvious right. and uh, are, are they going I mean, who was that and literally the only way the only thing that I can think of maybe is a fact that it, it is Jeff Jarrett and Al Snow, who are now members of DNA. Um Because, I mean, like, Goldust is still in the brackets, despite the fact that he, he, he's not in the game. Well, he is, but he's DLC. Right. So uh, I think that's just them going, crap, they're in TNA. And I know WWE shouldn't see TNA as competition, but by blurring out Jeff Jarrett and Al Snow when they were mid card guys in WWE, to me, it's kind of a, a, a bit annoying because. It is, this, and this what's funny is that if they're not competition, why do you not acknowledge them? Why do you blur out the names? Why do you do this? Why, why do you have to considerably change a lot of the stuff on there and not expect anyone to notice? Well, I, I mean, I get it. It might have to do with licensing. But I mean, they had uh, Hulk Hogan endorse, didn't, didn't they? Uh, didn't they? Lender of WrestleMania. Yeah. So uh, I mean, I'm honestly may, maybe we should re reach out to THQ and see what they say, just to, to see that. I'll let Jimmy do that. But I mean, apart <laughs> from apart from that, I mean, there are a few things that, that are altered, a few kind of. Uh, uh, there's a match where you're being mankind and you're wrestling um, uh, Matt yeah. and uh, Antica is in real life was on, was on the outside but he's not there but apart from that man I mean I give it two thumbs up and a smile uh, I, I, I agree I do the same score because not only do you get to relive the 97 screw job but you get to also relive the WrestleMania 14 moment where Mike Tyson knocked out Shawn Michaels. Um, of course, it wasn't to the extent of the actual match, of course, but um, there was that. There was also uh, you get to relive uh, the 98 King of the Ring Hell in a Cell match, the very famous one with uh, Undertaker Mankind. You got to do just a whole bunch of crazy events that really happened in, in that time, of course, with a few minor alterations. Um, but it was still something to, you know, reminisce about, something for us fans who have watched it since those days, since even before those days. Um, I mean, like, you, uh, as I say, you get to a wrestle, go through, the rise of, the rise of the X, Austin 316, the brothers the of destruction, the rock when he, when, it, when he turns corporate, mankind winning his first WWF title. I mean, there was, I was quite surprised that, that like, of course, don't they? They own all the rights to the audio from from WCW. Yes. Oh, they should have played that line. See, and there's another thing too. Why couldn't we have the uh, the Monday Night Wars? Why couldn't we do a WCW? Oh, I mean, I'm I know that you couldn't get Tony Schiavone on. I'm sure 
Although I'm sure you, for the right price you can. Um, just, oh, I mean, you could have done all that. That would have been really cool. Well, no, I mean, it just, it just would have been cool if, um, if, if they just played, like, they play up that the whole fact that the that that the Monday Wars was hinged on Mick Foley winning the belt, right? Right. They they could have easily just played the or the audio uh, uh, tonight on w, on WF Raw. Matt, Matt, uh, Mick Foley will win the, the WF title. Yeah, that that put butts in the seats. Like they played the footage of him winning the belt, but it, it would be cool to have them play the audio over that. If, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but. like I like at least in I haven't seen the video yet, but they could have easily done put that footage in from Monday Nitro, and say that'll put butts in seats, and then, and then have it stop, go black, and say, and did it ever, and then switch it over to Mick Foley winning it. But I mean, there's a lot of stuff they could have done, but they didn't. Um, I haven't seen them quite yet. I'm sure there's a few things I missed. But I, well, I, mean, I, think, I think in terms of the game itself, like as a game that focuses on uh, reliving the past and to really bring up a simulation as well as nostalgia, I think this game definitely has done that. It's by far, and I, I'm probably going on a bit of a stretch to go this, but it's by far one of the top five, top two rather. WWE games in a very long time. Well, I mean, like, there's one thing that I like, like one pet peeve that I had. And when I say to you, Rock versus Mankind, I quit match. What image is it, what image is is in your mind from that match? Um, the main image is basically the Rock beating the hell out of Mankind with a steel chair. Right on this game, you Mankind isn't handcuffed. Which is really weird, because it it show it shows you the video after the match of the Rock beating the crap out, out of mankind when he's handcuffed. Right. Yeah, on this mankind mankind in the handcuffs at all, like because you because you you wrestle as the Rock. So I mean, it wouldn't have been that hard, would it, to program in to program in the fact that mankind was handcuffed during during the whole match. It would not have been hard at all. I mean, if they want to be historically accurate, make him handcuffed. He was handcuffed throughout most of that match, anyway. Yeah, I mean, like, like literally, the on, the only historic part of that, like that, like of course, like the, the whole match is the fact that you hit Mick Foley with the chair fifteen times to make him say I quit. Right. But he he wouldn't he wouldn't handcuff. It wouldn't on the it wouldn't on the entrance ramp like it was in real life. I mean, don't, don't don't get me wrong, great great game. But there are a few things just from a historic standpoint that I would love to see fixed. But as you say, it is a great, great game. I uh, I highly encourage everyone to pick this one up. It, it it's by, definitely by far one of the most better WWE games to date. Um, another game I picked up though was Assassin's Creed Three, and ah. it makes me satisfied because I get to stab the redcoats in the face. And I think Crelly must not like the fact that I'm stabbing redcoats in the face. I don't know. I mean, you are English, but... No, I'm not. I, uh, I'm English, so that's a lie. <laughs> but I, I like I like that game, too, because uh, it's... It, it's it's put into, like, such a... It's one of those times where it's you're at more of the center of an actual major historic event 
that being the Revolutionary War, um, unlike the last few where you were basically, I don't know, you were ba you were part of the you you were in the center of the bonfire of the va Valkyries or Vanities and something else in Rome I forget it's like you don't identify the historical events but now like you can see exactly where you're at in there I just hate the fact that how everyone has guns now but that's alright <laughs> so uh but anyway so, uh, 13 um have you created anything yet uh, oh, I because I had I, well, like when I got the game, I had a party, so I had over like Adam Brown that lot, um, and we had like a you had about an eight whole hour H two H staff over. Yeah, H two H. Oh yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> bear in mind there's, there's only me and Ty and Adam on H two H. But yeah, I mean, we had we had the guys over from like the hardware on H two H. Actually, I must say, congrats to Adam and um, Dean and Danny for getting on. Um, now they are on SNS, so that's, that's new member to the SNS family. Um, yeah, welcome to the family, guys. I mean, like they're they're down here, and the, those guys basically Noel invited my my WWE universe um, because <laughs> my my current world champion is, is Heath Slater. I saw that you put it on on your Facebook. How dare they? Yeah. How dare they? Um, what it was is because on this game you can like pick how how many like finishes you have, and um, and uh, Dean did did, did what, what I was knowing he put on on he put on unlimited finishes so he did beat the cup out of uh, us all, and he played he he played pinned the rock to become the new WWE champion. Oh wow! Um, so yeah, my my whole universe is now null and void, so I have to I have to break the game and wait for next year. Yeah, you have to start over. Yeah, I, I have to. I have, I have to delete all like the history, and it's, it's out of time because I I, I quite enjoy my history. What a dick. But I must say, right now I'm I'm sat here and and I'm watching uh, WWE 13, and uh, I was quite upset when when I was playing through the campaign because Undertaker, when he comes out as old Undertaker, when, oh. when he debuts, he has his current music, and that pissed me off. But it's it's only when you go into when you go into into Creative Wrestler you find out that they have all the old school like all his songs in it. Right. Not not only a new song, but yeah. So I mean, like 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 I say, great great game, definitely a must buy. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna be on there a lot. Um, I know that I I, I remember uh, JJ Sexay from uh, on SNS was saying that he might he might start a start up a uh, a league for WWE 13 I'm definitely going to want to be a part of that I'm set up I'm ready to go I'm just working on making uh, just uh, arenas and just checking out the size of it just to just to see how I can get it you know what I mean although I like the fact how you you can even change the crowd type either the modern crowd or the attitude era crowd that's pretty badass that reminds me by the way one last when you play the um, the Mankind Rock match, right? You yeah. do the halftime show MTV match. And I, and is I, that I, on I, there? Yeah, yeah, it is. And you and you and you and you actually have the MTV arena. But when you start hitting the rock with a chair, you start hearing chants, and that makes no sense because there's no one <laughs> in the arena to chant that. No, like. Uh, li literally, the mice are there going, you see dub, you see dub, because that, that's what you hear. 
like I don't that, that that made no sense. That made little sense, but that, that was just funny. Wow. That was funny. See, I, but, I mean, seen, I I didn't expect them to put that on there though. Yeah. Like um, I mean, there were a few of that. Like, I I I would love to have the match where you were mankind and you wrestled um, wasn't it Big Show, in a in a body of a ball. Ooh, Undertaker, sorry. Yeah, uh, it, well, Undertaker was one of them. But I mean, like that's not on there, which is quite sad. But I mean, they they they, they do tend to have most of the most of the uh, things from our history. Right. It, but it it does upset me that that they think that um, Doctor or Fogonomics John Cena is from the Estudera. <laughs> he is not from the Estudera. No. The Estudera died after what? Wouldn't it WrestleMania eighteen? That 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 was the end of the actual era. I was thinking WrestleMania but, seventeen, but you might be right. It was the, the show after Rock uh, Austin defeated Kevin Nash, I believe. Um, or one of the other, because Vince walks out and says, uh, "That this is the last time you will hear the NWA music." I'm pretty sure that 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 was WrestleMania eighteen. Mm. Pretty sure. I don't know. You might be right. I'm not entirely sure about that myself. Okay, moving on. But anyway, moving on. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on. Cool. No, so, um, I'm not wasting time. You're 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 wasting my time, Biatch. I'm I'm being paid by the hour, so it's fine. I can wait much more. No, 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 but, but no, but today I am on I am on holiday from work. Apparently, they're they're paying me just to stay away. So yeah. I do work today by the hour because I'm, I'm being paid to sit on my ass. Nice. Um, but I guess, shouldn't we, we, we should talk about news of the week. Yeah, let's go ahead. Let's get some news of the week and we will talk more about the stuff going on. Let's hear it. And now it's time for the news of the week. Go ahead. Well, uh, the first news was was reported by WWE.com. The passing of Brad Armstrong, of course, he was the brother of Road Organ, uh, the son of Bullet, Bob, uh, Bullet um, Armstrong. Um, so, like, uh, the statement basically said on .com that last week he went to go see his, his physician uh, and he was found unresponsive the other day. So, uh, as, 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 as a pass, and uh, yeah, never wrestling passing. I mean, I think what he was like 51 or a bit younger 51, than that. 51, something like that, yeah. I mean, and that's still a pretty young age, so I mean, that sucks. And of course, our thoughts and prayers go out to everyone in the Armstrong family. I saw on a on an impact, they, they even put a uh, a Im- an Im- in memory of um, Brad Armstrong graphic on their, on their screen. That's so, uh, cool. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I was like, yeah, that's cool. So, I mean, like that's that that shows you that that that, that guy was uh, was in, in wrestling respected. I mean, and that's and that's a class move by TNA in my opinion. I have a question. Shoot. Why is the WrestleMania 15 arena in the customer arena area? I don't understand why. Uh, I think because you like you you can literally play what the hell you want. Um, okay, well, I'm um, gonna look into this, but go ahead, go ahead. So yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, that sucks. And uh, everyone here, I know everyone here at the SNS Radio Network, the Unchained Wrestling Network, and at KJCC, 
definitely send our condolences out to the Armstrong family. Indeed, indeed. Um, now this this public, of course, was Hell in a Cell, where we saw Ryback finally lose a match. Of course, he was about to shell shock CM Punk when oh, I forgot I forgot his name. When his oh, what's what's the referee's name? Moxley. Uh, yeah, but his 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 real name is something Moxley. Think. Um, I don't care. Yeah. Anyway, he 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 low blows uh, right back, quick pin. Right back then destroys him. Um, there were lots of talks about how they would end this match. There were talks about having um, CM Punk uh, lose clean to um, right back and then have right back drop it at uh, Survivor Series uh, to CM back to CM Punk. But uh, apparently, Vincent Man was making the point that right now the fact that CM Punk has been WWE champion for 350 or days is the biggest draw on Raw and that makes sense though because I mean he he's the one touting about it and he's the one you know going all out and I can see that I can see him doing the, the, the them keeping up with the whole I was champion for almost a year blah 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 but at the same time you hype up right back why hype up Ryback if you're not going to give him a belt? Oh, because man, I don't think he's really get for, for for the belt. Um, and by doing what it did, it, it made Punk look, look look like a little little bitch. It made um, it made uh, Ryback look strong because he had to be screwed over. And at some point, it does mean that he'll get a, a rematch. Right. But but with with him announcing the fact that it we're six on six uh, his match. That's Survivor Series, right? Right. That means that Punk will uh, at least hold the belt past Survivor Series, so he he will at least have held the belt for like three hundred and what six days now. Um, I would love to see him go past Cena's record. I mean, I, I believe Cena held the belt for three hundred and eighty days. Um, yeah, so yeah, if, for if, over a year. Yeah, three hundred eighty days. Three hundred eighty days. Right. Um, I mean, I'd love to see that happen. Um, but of course, they, uh, you do a Ryback. So I mean, Ryback is, uh, is is part of Team Foley at Survivor Series. Um, I, I I think it's too soon for Ryback to win the belt. To be honest, um, I can see why it would be too soon, but at the same time, why hype him up? You know what I mean? Like it just seems you need like the stuff you hype him up, and then all of a sudden he gets screwed out of a title by Brad Maddox. But hey, yeah. switches up. But what I'm saying is like. Um, Ryback is, is is only thirty years old, right? He's still got ten years ahead of him, ten fifteen years ahead of him. That's true. So he has all the time in the world to get what he wants. But look, I say, um, speak, speaking of Ryback, Ryback will be on the DLC soon for WWE 13, which would which be cool. Well, um, uh, with that, I'm surprised he's not in the main game. Well, okay, it, it, it depends who you talk to because. Of course, I I did a bit of gaming, um, uh, like creating at, at college, okay. And the the character that they showed you on Raw was a fully complete character. Last year, when they when they were touting the game, and they kept showing showing the uh, Nexus in the game. Ah. Uh-huh. that wasn't actually Nexus. That that was a quite a wrestler on the Nexus. Oh. But wow. it does appear as if that the the one they showed on TV. It, it does appear as if the Ryback character was fully already made. Yeah. Um, but, 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 I mean, like what, the ones that are due out in like Jan- like Jan- January and that lot, they won't be made already. They'll be in creation, and the ones you see on TV will be quite wrestlers. Oh, 
Right. But okay. I think I think it depends. They might have not fit. Uh, they, they might have not uh, finished the, the create the actual character creation by the time that the game dropped. Um, because there is a, there, there is a cut off date for putting um, people on discs. Right. Oh well. Oh well. Uh, oh well. Uh, what else do we have? Um, apparently, WWE officials are high on the, the tag team division now. Apparently, they have highlighted uh, Dam- Damian Sandow and Cody Rhodes as the stars of the division. Um, Do I think they have a, a tag team division again. Yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, you have Team Team Helena who are ready to at, at any point explode. Um, you have Epico and Primo, just about. You have uh, Cody Rhodes and uh, David Sandow. Right. You, you you do have a tag team. Um, and I think them having both having Kane and Daniel Bryan as well as Sando and that lot that will help the division and I think I think it's good I mean when was the last time the uh, belts were actually relevant the the, the titles that's true that's true too because for a while you've had them on uh, but but even now you have them on randomly put uh random characters put together. I'm not a big fan of that. I like I like what Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara did where they put on similar outfits for their matches. They did that for a couple weeks. I love that because it shows the team aspect of it. That's what makes tag teams good is when you have a team. I mean, so, uh, I say Sin Cara, the the, uh, and Mysterio, the primetime players, there, there are now plenty of tag teams. They they just need to execute it correctly. And if they do, they can have a great division on their hands. Yeah, definitely. What else do we have in the old the old mailbox? Um, now, before the the idea of Shadow Series, where it's Team Punk versus Team Foley, there were talks about doing John Cena, CM Punk, Ryback. Because um, apparently the Ryback, oh, sorry, Cena versus... Um, CM Punk coming to an end. I mean, do you think that the end of the CM Punk's um, uh, CM Punk Cena feud ends with Cena winning the belt? Do you think Cena wins the belt back from CM Punk? No, not at all. You don't think he does? No, then because ha- I mean, even WWE is starting, even the creative is starting to see that having him win the title again seems kind of a little too forceful. You know what I mean? Like, they, the fans, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's still popular. He's, he can still be popular without the belt. He's one of those rare guys that can and won't mind not having the belt as long as someone well-deserved has the belt instead. But, I mean, giving him the back the belt when you have so much other talent on there, I mean, look at CM Punk. Look at how good he's been doing with the belt so far. I think they should not work. They shouldn't take him off for a while. Let him become the main guy for that. I think it'll be. I think it'll be amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, as like as we said, um, CM uh, sorry, CM, CM doesn't need the belt. Um, and I'm thinking when CM Punk when he finally hits um, when he breaks Cena's record for for holding the belt for the longest time, he will debut that new belt. Because I mean that's what I'm doing on 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 WWE 13. 
whenever Cena's my champion, I give him his his belt. Um, on the, on WWE Fighting, they even have in the Stone Cold belt and the Rock belt. Um, I so if, just unlocked the Stone Cold belt too. So if if either of those guys happen to win my 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 world title, they've got their own belts. Right. And I've said for the longest time they need a, they need a new title. Um, I mean that's what I like, I like in TNA. I like the fact that Jeff has got that Jeff has got got his um his his, his own belt. Yes, it looks like someone has just had his face in the belt, but it gives him in uh, like it makes it stand out. You know what I mean? I think like, it's stupid. Yeah, yeah, okay. That looks stupid, right? But it gives him like standing out. It makes him stand out. It it, it, it makes him seem like he is bigger, or not bigger, yeah. but he stands out as a, as a champion. Um, I mean, how many times have we you could that, do that these without, belt? The, without all that though? You can do that without having your own custom belt. Yeah, but well, think about it, right? think about how 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 many people will actually buy that belt because they love Hardy. I'm pretty sure that they at some point will start start, start saying customs of of that belt. Yeah, so but it's I mean, so it does make you it, it makes it stand out, um, and it means that like, and I I don't mind as long as that belt only ha- is 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 only in play when he when he's in t- like when he's champion. If it stays around like Cena's belt does, it's stupid. But as long as it it's the, literally only his belt, I'm fine with it. Uh, what else do we have? Speaking of TNA, uh, Bound for Glory, but well, well, that apparently only did twenty thousand buys, and that's down from last year. Well, um, that's mad. Well, I mean, it, it's funny because you see, like, you see on tw- like, on Twitter that's that's that stuff was was trending worldwide, right? So you you have to wonder how how people actually streamed that show. Um. You have to wonder what okay, like like same with WWE. What would what would the buy rate of the show be if everyone that watched it actually paid for it and opposed to streaming? That's true. Um, and that just goes to show that people need to start paying for start investing in TNA more. And I, I and I, I'll admit it, I've I've done streams where, but I, I'm not proud of it. You know, I, I don't like the fact that I've done streams. I'd rather pay for it and watch it, but of course I don't have the funds at the moment. But I mean, well, I mean like with, with still... me, go ahead. Okay. Well, no, well like, with me, I have to watch it online because we we don't get it here. Um, we don't get it here in, in England until until Wednesday. And with what I do online, I have to know what's happening, right? Right. But because it's free here, um, I mean like uh, over here. TNA beats out um, Raw, but that's okay. That's technically because of what's hard they're on. But still, um, I and I know people uh, like like to bash on TNA, and you know what? I, I see the flaws in TNA. I, I I see the flaws in TNA wrestling. But to me, and someone someone said said, said to me on Twitter that TNA is is the minor leagues. In some respects, yes, TNA is minor league. But in my opinion, it's much it's it's much more. Fan friendly company. But see, TNA doesn't mind that the fact that it's considered minor league because it goes because that just gives them more motivation to say, "You want you want uh, minor league? I'll show you minor league." And that's what they did, and that's really cool. <coughs> but I mean, yeah, I I did find it funny that uh, last week on Impact, you heard someone say "cut" during or oh, after the segment with Cam- Cameron. Oh, that's hilarious. 
Like God, like fantastic. <laughs> like that. That's just more on the fire, and yeah. Um, but either way, I think it's cool that they uh, that they know what's wrong with their with their stuff, and they know how to fix it. So I got confidence that TNA, despite the fact that I that I think they've hit that low point again. If they're on the downhill part of the roller coaster, I think they could pick it, pick it back up. Well, Come I on, mean, man. like, I gotta say, here's the things. No, until TNA get promotion from Spike K, they will continue to get that that one point zero zero point nine whatever. Okay. Let them. And until TNA actually fix that, and, and until Spike actually stop promoting them. It, it won't matter. They're keeping their thing. But, as, as I say, I take TNA... Like, you can't take wrestling seriously. And I think people take wrestling far too seriously nowadays. And I know I, I, I know that like you and I sit here and we talk about it like in, in depth, blah, 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 blah. But I do it with like a smile, a smile on my face. And that's the thing. I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't ever get burnt out from, from, do, from doing this because I don't take stuff. I, I don't take, take wrestling seriously. You know what I mean? I mean, I respect the wrestlers. Right. I respect how. I, I respect what they do, but from my standpoint, it's just like any. It's, it's just like any other TV show. Um, yeah, and that's what's and, cool about TNA is that they add a lot of drama factor to it. Because it's not WWE. It's not the fact, and it's not really to a point where you can actually sit and have all this drama, all this storyline, not enough wrestling like WWE's doing. You could still, because yeah, it's still possible to have good wrestling with good storylines. It's been done before, it's been done many times before. Hell, it's still being done in Ring of Honor. You know, that's another factor. A lot of the fans don't like TNA because they watch Ring of Honor, and more power to them. Ring of Honor is a great company, but I mean, if you're gonna think about it like that, why even watch wrestling if you're gonna be that cynical about it? Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, like, like I say, I just sit back and, and I enjoy. Yeah, you and I talk about it on here, but end of the day. It's a TV show, and I and like that's like that's the the, the thing with Magnus, right? Personally, I might think he's the biggest twat known to man. Honestly, I do. But <laughs> if, in from from like a wrestling standpoint, he's a great wrestler. Yeah. And no matter what my personal opinions are towards anyone, any wrestler, end of the day, I respect them, even if they refuse point blank to yeah. shake my hand. Yes. Um. But you know, um, I mean, and I I know people get like get like both WWE and TNA do wacky stuff. I mean, Team Hell No, that's wacky as fuck. But I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. It, it's, uh, it, what's funny about WWE is that they have a they have a history of making cartoony type uh, storylines. I mean, look at Team Hell No, for example. Yeah. Why would you honestly want to make a stupid name for a tag team like that? I mean, okay, like his thing. Okay. Earlier, even if I was, it was to leave it up to the fans, I guess, in terms of Twitter, why would you want to make a stupid name like that? 
I mean, like, if, hey, if, if, if you look at Kane, right, when Kane debuted, right, and I was playing the Kane storyline earlier on WWE, he was a monster. He would destroy wrestlers. Right. Now he's going around going, I'm the tag champion, I'm the tag champion. But, I mean, that I don't mind. It, it, it's comedy. And it, and we've been wrestling, you need comedy. Um, so, I don't know, man. It's just one of those things where, no matter what happens, I'm going to sit back, smile, and enjoy it because, end of the day, my, our opinions are as are as welcome as anyone's. I mean, someone could call in and tell me that I'm, that I'm, I'm an asshole because I'm wrong. I don't care. Um, end of the day, it's yeah, a it's at a, the end of the day, I'm still gonna like TNA. I'm still gonna have confidence in TNA. I'm not gonna like everything they're they're gonna put on there because that's my right. You know, I I just don't like to just watch WWE. I mean. I'm a guy. I, I'm I'm a man of variety. I'm, I hate having the same drollish thing over and over and over again. I need something else, you know, something else to put up there and to to really, you know, set it up. I mean, but, I mean, that's what I'm now watching. Like Shimmer, I'm watching Shimmer. I'm watching the been uh, I think it's Shine or something like that, the, 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 the other day. Literally right. anything, because I, 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 I just want different kind of wrestling. That's all I want. Simple. Just, just all I want. Yeah, that's all I but want. And, and that's why I started watching more um, Ring of Honor. I have been watching some of it. I'm still not up to date on absolutely everything. I do know that Ring of Honor is uh, going to be doing an invasion of Chikara, or maybe the other way around. Um, they're doing a collaboration together, and I love that. You know, but I don't want to keep watching WWE all over again. I'd rather watch a lot more TNA if TNA was doing good. I'd rather watch a lot of good stuff, but unfortunately, that's not you know common anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I find it funny on a this on this week's Impact, and we're, and we'll talk about more later on. But when AJ Styles took a pot shot at WWE. Um, You'll have to film me on that because I don't. I, I think I missed that part. Basically, uh, Bo Bobby Roode came out and he, um, of course, it was open fight night. So he he called out um, Jeff Hardy, saying that since Aries took the belt, Roode was now able to wrestle for the world title. And out comes and out comes uh, AJ Styles, and he's like, "Okay, uh, uh, the last year you held the belt for the longest time than anyone in the history of TNA." Was well, so I've been busy sorting out uh, like st stuff that isn't my fault. I, I mean, I like, and he, and he goes, and I, I've been there's, there's been photos and videos of me getting into lifts and hotels, and and and, and then he goes, getting in lifts and hotels with the, the opposite sex seems seems to be the, the cool new fad. If your name's AJ. Oh, that was funny. Like, like I, the, the, the I, I know what you're talking about. Now. I just remembered that that was hilarious. I laughed, I laughed wholeheartedly at that from a good deep dark place. I mean, and like I'll say this for later on, but I do and do not see the the comparisons between the AJ Lee storyline and the AJ Styles storyline with um, Kay Lynch. I but like I said, I kind of see the connection for it, but at the same time. It's kind of dumb that he said that because it, it's a similar storyline, just not exactly the same. And that's what I think that TNA doesn't realize. 
I mean, like, like, we're, we're talking about that more in detail after the news of the week. Um, um, other news. Other news. Um, Luke Gallows has finally been revealed as a member of Ace and Nate's. Um, finally. You, you notice uh, how they didn't mention his name? He didn't, they didn't really say yeah. his name. I know who that guy is. He's been an enforcer for the top superstars in the industry. Who the F is he? But he is, he is, I believe his real name is Luke Gallows. I believe that is his real name. It is. Um, so I'm not quite sure why they couldn't just say Luke Gallows. Um, oh no, sorry, his, his, his real name is, uh, Drew someone. It's, um, it's Drew Hanskin. Drew oh, okay. Uh, so, okay, so it's not Luke Gallows. I'm oh, guessing they're going to rename him at some point. But I mean, uh, so yeah, he's he's now part of Ace and Nate's. Why would they name him in TNA though? I I don't understand what they would possibly name him. The Enforcer. Yeah, Enforcer would be good. Though, pe though people would say that's part in it, part of uh, uh, in it, a bit like Iron Anderson. I, I don't know. Big uh, well, you, you can't say Big LG because LG is what goes. Um, fuck it, just Confetus. Just, just go, go back just go yeah go on fastest. um and the last bit of uh, TNA news is the fact that the sister of Alicia Fox Christina Crawford had a, had a TNA tryout now if you remember she was a bit and by a bit I mean extremely botchy um when she was when she was on top enough are you kidding uh, Alicia Fox is botchy uh I believe she's the one that said that her favourite match ever was Alicia uh, versus Melina, Stone Cold. And Stone Cold was like that's Funkadactyl Cameron, isn't it? I I I thought I thought it was I thought it was. No, that's Cameron. Because remember, you, you mentioned before that she went up to Stone Cold when Stone Cold was there for something, or I guess it was from WWE 13, and she told him exactly who she was, and. And she was talking some mad stuff. Yeah, because that was when she got the DUI. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, like, like I say, it's kind of like. But yeah. So. She, See, uh, I, I keep up with the show. Like, unlike you, it's cool. Don't matter. <laughs> I, I could. I could just sit back, right? I go on WWE 13, and I could just make you do the show yourself. <laughs> and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll be the that cause of night I'm, doing, I'm on WB13 right now just working on my, my ECW arena and I found out you could do the hardcore justice lighting <laughs> really? cool <laughs> yeah, I just found that so it looks like the uh, next segment it would be, be me and Matt talking about WB13's creative, uh, creative arena um, but yeah so she had a tryout um, it's funny because um if you remember, Ivelisse had a tryout a few weeks back as well. So, I mean, it looks like TNA do want to try and um, bring in some more girls to the knockout. I mean, they have Tara, great wrestler. They have Brooke Adams, good wrestler, fantastic wrestler. Uh, Gail Kim's. Gail Kim's disappeared somewhere off the, off the ed edge of a cliff. Uh, Madden Main has disappeared again. Uh, Rosita and Sarita disappeared again. Um, so, I mean, if they want to bring in some more girls, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Uh, That's fine yeah, as that, long as they don't botch up too much and they don't, and that they don't turn out like Jenna Maraska. Uh, 
I mean, she was. Way to kill my signal, bitch. Way to kill my signal. I I like the. F I I agree with you. I want to see. I would like to see the knockouts division come back up. Where's Mickey James at? Um, somewhere with Magnus, somewhere. Talking um, smack about Chris Kelly all over again. No, no she like, was. You, she you know was filming her about, right with um, you know where's Mickey James at? Where's Gail Kim? You're right. Where's Serena and Rosita? They're supposed to be there still. ODB is like the only other person in there besides Tara that's willing to get on the show, and it sucks. And we still want it. Where the hell is EY? We need yeah. EY. Where's EY? We TNA needs Eric Young. Eric Young still owes ODB chicken and, and beer. And I was quite pissed that he wasn't there when I was at Bound for Glory, to be honest. Right. But, I mean, okay, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's all the news I got for this week. So, I guess when we come back, we'll talk a bit about a bit more about WWE 13. We'll talk about Raw. We'll talk about Hell in a Cell. We'll talk about Impact. Talk about how Nagy Mav is. Uh, and welcome to mind. Naggy, son of a bitch, too. I am so naggy. So, yeah. So, Maverick, take us to a break. Alright, when we come back, we're going to take care of all that stuff that Crowley said and more. So we'll be back right after this. This is the master, your master, and you're looking to running the ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. one of these but before i kick it i got some stuff to do the miz is wanted wwe survivor series i now pronounce you miz and what's on your bucket list wwe survivor series Aces and Aids, a vigilante posse who has run roughshod on Impact Wrestling, hell-bent on vengeance, will these men threaten the livelihood of TNA? On November 11th, the truth will finally be revealed, and their road to hell will be paved in blood. TNA Wrestling and Direct Auto Insurance present Turning Point, live, Sunday, November 11th, only on pay-per-view. Your ass better call somebody! It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog Jesse James, and you're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. And if you ain't down with that, I got two words for you. Suck it! Alrighty, welcome back to Ready the Robes, right here on the SNS Radio Network and on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Um, real quick, I want to go ahead, I, I forgot to mention this earlier in the show, um, but I had some problems with the, goal. we were supposed to go live last week, live on the SNS stream, um, and, and simulcast it with KJCC, 
unfortunately last week I had some problems I had a lot of problems with the show and um, but I, I, I do I did get some help from uh, Mindwipe and Brass Eye about it I want to thank them on the air personally because I did, was not sure what to do but fortunately now I figured it out uh, through some I guess I want to call them radio station magic tricks like I straight up pulled something out of a hat and said go with it and uh, that's apparently what happened so uh, I, I will say next week next episode for sure we will be going live um, but we're, but this episode of Running the Ropes is to basically make up for the screw up so because I know there's people listening and I love the fact that you listen and in order to not disappoint I'm just going to go ahead and give you an episode because it's high roll. So. I mean, I mean, odd. Okay, I, I, I say we we do a magic show and just I just sit back, I chill out and just I be Mr. Producer and, and then you do the show and see, and, and see how it lasts. I was saying, I tried that. <laughs> and that show tanked. Yes, it did tank. It sunk. It, it like it sunk worse than the than the than the Titanic. It sunk worse than any conspiracy any kind of conspiracy theory. Um. Stick with it. No, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I'm joking, of course. But yeah, I mean, this, this show is a mixture between Mavericks equation <coughs> not working, I internet going on strike, and the fact that now we, now, that we, the fact we did today means that we can now talk about raw impact and pay per view altogether, as opposed to just giving you a preview of impact. That's so true. It, it, so it gives us more content. That that's very true. So let's go ahead. Let's start out with the pay per view. Uh, Chris, you want you have the results ready to go for that? No, 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 no I do. Um, the pre-show was basically John Cena talking about the whole AJ scandal, blah 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 blah. Brings out Ricky Guerrero, blah blah blah, and basically nothing happens. Nothing of. And this was Hell in a Cell, 2012, by the way. Yeah. Um, I mention the name because we're so unprofessional out here. You know. You know. Anyway, let's go ahead. Let's go. Maverick says it as he's trying to do out of a hole. But, <laughs> dude, everyone is telling himself. Um, the match, the, the nice little, for me, with a nice little sleep, we have a uh, Del Rio versus Randy. There you go, Chris. Chris, And Mr. Randy, <laughs> Randy snore, snore to. <laughs> Yeah. No, mummy, no, no more, no, no, stop it. Oh, wow. yeah. He's having dreams about his mom. No, don't make me go to school today. Not today. Um, so yeah, that happened. Uh, <laughs> Mister Archeo snore one. Um, next up, we had, we had, actually actually had a good match. We had Damian Tano versus Kane and Daniel Bryan. Um, and this is a good good little match. You have your your comedy between Daniel Bryan and Kane, um, and the end comes when Kane goes crazy because um, that because him and Daniel Bryan got drop kicked outside the ring, and Kane just goes crazy and he chokes down people and he hits him with. Uh, I think no, yeah, sorry, he, yeah, he he just like gets DQ for being in the ring for too long. So your winners also your winners are Cody Rhodes and, and Damian Sandow, but Kane and. Um, Daniel Bryan retain because of course the belt cannot change hand Raya uh, DQ next up we have The Miz 
versus Kevin Kingston. Good, a, good, a good match in my opinion. Um, end comes via a trouble in paradise. So your winner and still champion is Kofi Kingston. I thought that match um, was really cool, but I, 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 I would have loved to see that in the cage in, in the cell. Yeah, but I don't think it's it's, it's a big enough feud it's to be not, in the cell. It's not important for it to be in the cell, I guess. I mean, the, the paper is called Hell in a Cell, so. Uh, but we don't want any Hell in a Cell matches except for the end of of the show. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I have the thing you and this is the thing with with, with having a head, uh, a hair like a theme to any show. It means that I, that the moment has to be in that match, and I think Big Show versus um, Sheamus could have been in Hell in a Cell. But if you have two matches in Hell in a Cell, that's overkill. But I mean, like I said, that there's a problem with um, having gimmick matches. Um, well, okay. See, now you bring up an interesting point. But if you look at Lockdown, Lockdown had is supposed to have every match inside a cage. They had great success with that, except yep. for the electrified cage, which was. Bogus. That was awesome! Clap, 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 clap. That was awesome. But it was a great. I mean, other than that, it created some great buzz in you know in TNA, and it made for great matches. But that was because every match was in the cage, and every match was epic. But yet, when WWE does it, it's instantly the it's instantly suddenly the biggest draw, and yet they have like all but maybe one or two matches inside that gimmick that you're referencing. Yeah, I mean, like I said, that's a problem with having a gimmick like that. I mean, e even on WWE 13, when you create a pay-per-view, you can pick a, like, a theme to it. And like, say if you pick, because like, they have some weird-ass themes that they, they can choose, and I'm scared that some of these themes might actually be used in real life. Um, but whilst I try and sort of time to... Uh, like, like literally there's a list of pay-per-views that, like, that, that you can create right and and you can create the theme and I'll, I'll quickly put the list because I mean could, could you imagine that if, if there's a pay-per-view that had a last man standing um, theme I mean how bad would that be La okay the themes on on WWE 13 that you, that you can pick are Extreme Rules where the main event is is, uh, is Extreme Rules match over the limit, where basically I think it's I think it's I quit match. Capital punishment. Uh, oh yeah, there's could could you imagine if there's a show that that the moment had to be an an inferno match, um, or the the moment had to the moment had to be see, a last time. It's just that though. It's just the main event for that. You, they don't put every match like that. It's weird. I, I just don't understand that. I'm I'm looking forward to when when they produce WWE outnumbered, where the main event is a handicap match. If that happens, that'd be funny. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So yeah, next up is Justin Gabriel and uh, and Antonio Cesaro. Good good match in my opinion. Uh, Gabriel looked fantastic in, in this match as well. Cesaro um, though, man, that guy I I love him. Yeah, I love Claudio Casanova. It just 
it just works for for his gimmick now, and I, I, I I'm just glad someone's doing it. So, but I mean, uh, Justin Gabriel, that's the best that he's looked. I don't know. I, I guess since his time in Nexus, right? Uh, but I mean, at that point, I, I thought that uh, Gable would win it. But, I mean, a really, really good match. Uh, Cesaro wins with with the uh, neutralizer. Next up, we have Sin Cara and Rey Mysterio versus Tito Neil and Darren Young. Good match. But did you see the part where Sin Cara spiked himself? No. Um, there's a bit where uh, I believe Darren Young did a. Uh, back suplex and he held on to Sin Cara for too long and Sin Cara basically gets dropped on his neck oh. um, and you can see that Sin Cara rolls the outside and then the referee throws up the, the X sign uh-huh. but literally it was just it was just a stinger good uh, but it did look pretty pretty sick um, now what were your thoughts on Big Show versus Sheamus I thought the match was good, and but at the same time, I got so tired of the build-up for it because of the fact that they're not making Sheamus be serious anymore. Apparently, WWE yeah. hates the fact that, oh, Sheamus has a sense of humor. Or no, no. She, WWE hates the fact that, oh, Sheamus is intimidating. Sheamus is six foot two, is what, six foot seven and 200 and some odd pounds but no they don't like the fact that he's imitating or intimidating because he's a face I I just don't understand that but the match itself was pretty good and I'm kind of happy now that Big Show is a champion because with, with, with this whole immature gimmicky type schoolyard bullying that honestly Seamus is doing it is just too much and I'm glad that the big show shut him up I find it funny that they t- that, that, that they said that, that they guaranteed that Dolph Ziggler would cash in money in the bank he didn't <laughs> I think sense. I think everyone was kind of like wanting that to happen weren't they they're like cash in cash in cash in but it alas well what was funny about that was that um I don't know if it was the week before. I don't know if it was the Raw before the pay per view, but didn't Dolph Ziggler come out to CM Punk and say, "Oh, you know, you know, I'm not limited to the world title." Yep. And and I'm sitting there thinking, then why do you have a blue suitcase? Why does uh Why did Cena have a red suitcase? There's no. I mean, they they have to limit it. Well, I mean, when when it, when it first came out, it was limited. But yeah. since since now they did brand specific um, cases, it is locked to one brand. But with Ricky being in charge of Raw, I'm guessing that she can probably he can cash in on who on on who on who on, on who he likes. I guess. That makes um, sense. That, but yeah, I'm not gonna go. Now, next up, we had actually a really good match. And this is what I told him. We had a good match involving the girls. Layla, Caitlin, and Eve Torres. Really, really wait, good match. Wait, wait, hold on here. I was in the bathroom during that match. What are you talking about good match? Maverick, right now, I'm shaking my head. I really was. Yeah, they, they, had, they had a good... You should have went during the Randy Orton match. 
there's a reason that they have Randy Orton on, on, on the card nowadays. It, that that there's a piss break. That's there is is if you get a bit a bit sleepy, right? You just go to sleep during that match, and you know what happens. Right, you that's wake my up. Nap time. That's my nap time match. And I mean, the, the ring bell is my alarm clock. No, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty much. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a really good match, apart from J JBL forgetting the girls' names, but that's, that's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because he fought, he confused uh, Eve with Caitlyn. And, no, sorry, he sorry, he confused Caitlyn with Layla. Now, one's got dark hair, one's got blonde hair. It's not that hard to confuse. Well, I mean, it is hard to confuse. One is but, really uh, yeah. hot, the other's just hot. One's British and the other one isn't. Long story short. Is she your little British muffin? Yeah. Or English muffin, sorry. A little English muffin. Damn you, match like a damn you to hell. Um, <laughs> so, uh, next up we have the Hell in a Cell match. Um, the only Hell in a Cell match on the card, by the way. Yeah, but like I said, if 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 any match was, was in was in Hell in a Cell, I, I don't think Creative is, is that smart to come up with like eight different endings to a no, match. No, they're not, they're not smart to begin with, but I, I'm saying that boldly here on Running the Ropes. The fact that, the, the fact that they couldn't, I mean, you had both of your top tier titles on the line. You couldn't have yeah. made Sheamus and Big Show in Hell in a Cell. You couldn't have, I mean, you made Ryback and CM Punk in Hell in a Cell. You couldn't do any more of that. Hell, you couldn't do Intercontinental title in Hell in a Cell. What's the point of Hell in a Cell then? What's the point of having these gimmick pay-per-views that are match-specific? TLC, Hell in a Cell, Elimination Chamber that they just got rid of, thankfully. You know, like, I, I don't understand. There's really uh, no point to it. I just read, and like, this is news just, just come out uh, to, to do with uh, to, uh, to do with Ring of Honor. Apparently, uh, Ring of Honor have now announced a new general manager for, for their show, Nigel McGuinness. Nice. He Look he at now announced. Look at that. He was on our show, and not that long after, he is GM of, of Ring of Honor now. Look at that, buddy. RTR boost. Hashtag over. That's right. That's right. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, this has ends pretty quickly with with referee low blowing Ryback and then quick pin. After the match, uh, Ryback goes crazy and he just dismantles the referee. It was funny because someone actually uh, edited his uh, actual uh, Wikipedia, uh -huh. and I believe it was um, the guy that's right that's right in the new WWE Wikipedia, and he he, uh, he screenshot it because someone said that Ryback literally killed the referee. <laughs> is it, it is it death the, the day killed by Ryback and, I, and that was pretty funny but um, yeah I mean Ryback just destroyed him and see um, that goes back okay. to what I said earlier about the the end when, when you brought up the ending of it being what it was I, I mean I could see that but then why build up Ryback like they did I mean of course, it was Hell in a Cell. They kind of they kind of wrote themselves into a corner, like yeah, and forced, and they were basically forced to change the ending. Because, well, I mean, I mean, they build up, 
Ryback, he looked damn good going into the match. He looked damn good in the match. And yet, you have the referee low-blow him and have him get destroyed by Ryback. Well, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like I say, they have booked themselves into a corner because you can't have any kind of, like, kind of, uh, like, DQ or count-out yeah. in Hell in a Cell. It had to be a clean fit or a finish. Right. And I don't think... I, I think from now on they're gonna say that Ryback's like I uh, uh, like you you know what what wrestling is uh, like uh, are like just like when Crimson went when when undefeated in TNA he somehow won and then lost his tag titles and it was still undefeated um, <laughs> I'm getting like Ryback is is now undefeated in a normal match or so I, I don't know but I mean like, like but, they but but what but he did get pinned. Yeah. So it technically yeah. would still count as a loss. But, I mean, if they do it, if they hype him up like how uh, like how Bruce Buffer does in UFC, then they can make it work. That's the only way they can see that at work. Yeah, like I say, from here on out, they should just have him go insane and just, just basically kill people. Just kill people and... Just have him go on a warpath, right? Um, I mean, but I mean, what would your overall grade? Oh, 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 oh sorry, I've got to say they had a spot where they went onto onto the cage, and it looked like CM Punk was going to put so get put put for the cage. But the only the only problem with that is if they would like, I know people wanted to see the Mick Foley kind of bump where he went through the cage door, but it's still. I think it's too risky to have Punk go through the cage door or through cage roof. I think in terms Sorry. of and in terms of safety, I'd say going through the cage. I'd say getting you know slammed through the cage to break part of the cage or getting slammed through the cage door. It would have been a hell of a lot safer than going going all the way from the top to the bottom. But see, that goes back to the last Hell in a Cell matches that I've seen. You know, they don't go out of the ring much anymore. They don't. Utilize the fact that it's out that you can go outside of the cage and fight. They don't utilize the fact that you can go on top of the cage and fight and break through the ceiling. That's what everyone wants to see. Everyone wants to see an epic match where you're going, you're gonna get slammed over the top of the cage. Why can't you do that? Well, I'm, uh, like, I think what would be better is if, if they did the thing that they did with uh, Umoga and Lashley and go through the cage door. Like, oh, sorry, through the cage side. Right. Because I think, like, for, okay, I know the ring, I know the, the ring padded, right, but still to fall 20 foot backwards is pretty scary and pretty dangerous. Right. Um, and. and that's fine, that, that, that makes sense. Going 20 feet from top to bottom in such force for gravity, you know, it, it's gonna suck. But, so I mean, I mean uh, but okay. going through the cage door would make them will make much more sense. And at least what you could do is have is do like when Undertaker choke slammed mankind, you know, on the cage and have him go through the cage hole to slam into the middle of the ring. At least the middle of the ring is the softest part of the ring. You know, what I think is, is like they could pad the ring a bit more, but then say if they did that wouldn't you wouldn't it it would look a bit obvious to have it like a ring a bit pat like literally the only way they could have done that is 
have what do what do what they did with mankind and, and uh, Undertaker and and have them fight outside the cage from the start. Yeah. So our focus would not be on the ring; it'd be on the cage above. But that's and then that's the premise, though. That's hell in a cell. You spotlight the cage. You don't just spotlight the wrestlers. You spotlight the cage in which the wrestlers have to fight. They did that so well when they first started doing it. And now it's like, oh, they're in a cage. Okay. Oh, and the cage is bigger than the ring. Oh, okay, I see. So what's the point of the cage? That's how they're looking at it. At least that's how I'm looking at it. All I'm saying is, like, if they wanted to put extra padding in the ring, okay, they could have, like, literally had them fight outside the cage. Alan McFurry and uh, Taker. Um, and then, so our focus will be on them outside, outside the cage. Right. And then the, the fall, the fall would be a, a bit, to, to, well, sorry, a bit better. Right. Um, but I mean, <laughs> like, like I say, long term it makes made sense. You don't want to risk at all your your main star. Right. But I mean, what what's your opinion on the show overall? G- give me a leg grade for your opinion. I give it. I oh well, see, I don't know. Like, I give it a D. Okay, I'll give it a D because you had the matches, you had everything going to the matches, you had good matches, you had Shane or sorry, Sheamus versus Big Show, uh, Kofi and Kofi and Miz. Uh, the Divas doing the match, you know, and you hyped up Ryback, even though he still lost, but he still looked damn good doing it. But surprisingly enough, I give it a D because you didn't spot because they didn't spotlight the matches they that they that they should have. The, the only one they did was the main event, and that makes sense because it was for the WWE title. But at the same time. You, you you have other wrestlers and you're just focusing on your main event like that. You have a gimmick pay-per-view. Utilize the gimmick. That's why TNA succeeds at gimmick pay-per-views. Sometimes. Sometimes. But I mean, uh, overall I, I give it a C. I mean, wasn't wasn't terribly bad, wasn't terribly good. It was doable. But anyway, we do have an episode of Raw after that. Do we have to? Cover that. <laughs> yeah, see, that's my sentiment exactly. Do we really have to? Should we, or should we just skip it? Oh, uh, we're talking about Raw. Okay. They showed a video of last night's Hell in a Cell, Outcome Punk. He basically says that right back to in, in his rear view mirrors, and this brings out Mick Foley, and they have a war of, a war of words, and stuff happens, we go to a commercial break, um, or no, I mean, and then, uh, that's uh, pretty uh, much right, it, uh, that, was the first, that was the entire first hour, CM Punk talking about that, commercial break, someone else talking about something else, commercial break. Brought Ryback, and then Ryback squished JTG, uh, and commercial break. Ah, I know why I forgot the first hour, I fell asleep in the, in, in, in the second match. <laughs> That's why I forgot the, the, the second hour. Uh, wake up, Chris. Wake up. No, tell me when it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Uh, okay. Next up, we had Team Hellner uh, versus Dowing Young and O'Neill. 
Team Hell No Win, retain the titles. Um, we have another CM Punk, Mick Foley talking segment. Uh, one, thing we then noticed, have... one thing I noticed about WWE 13 is that I really suck at countering. I'm, I'm good at that. I'm good at that. Like, it's so simple now, but I suck at it. It's simple. Uh, it is simple. Like, literally, just like press it before they hit the move. Well, I know that. But anyway, let's keep going here. Sorry. Simple. I, I, I derailed the show. It's, it's fine. I'd, I'd, I'd rather talk about the sun than, uh, than raw. I'd rather um, talk more about WWE 13 because it's so fun. Yeah, that's what I'd be honest. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's just go through quick results and then we'll, we'll, we'll end that. Because honestly, Raw got an F for me this week. F. And yeah. and 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 I'm now honestly I've decided I'm, I mean go, go ahead let's, let's do the quick results first and I'll tell you why I'm boycotting WWE now. Okay, so Cena comes out and basically Ricky Grove shows pictures and Cena's like backtracking and basically inferring that she and uh, that AJ is sleeping with Cena. Next up, we have uh, Kofi Kingston versus uh, Ant Ant Antonio Cesaro. Um, Kingston wins via DQ because the Miz attacks him. Next up, we have Heath, uh, Zach, Zach Ryder and Santino versus the three-man the three, the three band. The three-man the three band win. Next up, we have Beth Phoenix versus AJ Lee. Uh, Beth, uh, AJ wins, matches restarted. Beth wins. Uh, in the back, Oh, no, sorry. Next up, we have Sheamus coming out and talking about about Hell in a Cell, and that sets up a rematch uh, after Sheamus hits the like the white noise, whatever it's called. In the back, we see that Beth Phoenix is fired, and uh, this is uh, this is actually true. She's now left the company. But she wasn't was, fired; uh, she was granted her release. Yeah, but I mean, on TV, she was fired. Right. Um, next up, we have Sin Cara. Oh. Yeah, Sin Cara and Mysterio taking on Cody Rose and Sandra. Sin Cara Rojo. Sin Cara Rojo. Was, was he in red? Ah, probably. Damien Sando and Cody Rose win. Next up, we have Alberto Rio versus Justin Gabriel. Alberto Rio wins. Next up, we have the announcement for uh, the pay-per-view. Team Punk versus Team um, Foley. Pretty obvious who who who's whose team. We have Kingston, Daniel Bryan, Kane, Randy Orton, and Ryback taking on the team of Punk, Del Rio, uh, Cody Rhodes, and uh, David Sandow, uh, and someone else. I don't know who, who the one is? Oh, and uh, the Miz. Um, and that's how we we'll end with a massive brawl. See now. The whole team falling and team punk thing is uh, is cool. I like the fact that they're bringing back these uh, the, the the classic Survivor Series matches. But could they have used like not completely obvious people? Could they really use like surprises? I would have loved to see something like that. Well, I mean, like, and I'm gonna try and find the the, the picture because it it it's on wrestling Mimi, and like uh, it shows. How, like how ten years ago, Team Paul Heyman was made up of like big monster guys. Right. Um. And I'm I'm quick quick find who it is because it, it's amazing how much like in the last ten years, 
um, if you keep talking about what to find it, how much over the last 10 years, uh, it, it, how it, it should be big, okay, so, okay, Team Paul Heyman from Survivor Series 2003, Nathan Jones, Big Show, Matt Morgan, Brock Lesnar, okay? They're all monster guys, too, Yes. This year, we have Wade, Wade Barrett, Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, The Miz, and Damien Sandow. See now, okay, why? Okay, first off, why are they only ha why are they having ten man instead of eight man, which is really the the classic Survivor Series match? I don't understand why ten man. First off, Damn. that just seems like it's too much. Hell, four man was too much back in the day. Um, but I think with um, I I. I, I think my opinion on on the wrestlers themselves it's cool but like I said it's too obvious and what's even worse is that Mick isn't wrestling yeah if you're gonna have Team Foley versus Team Punk if Punk's gonna wrestle hell Foley should too yeah, pretty much, but I, I think, I guess, I don't know, they're saving that for, for TLC. Um, yeah, I, I agree. But I mean, so you give Raw, do you an F, do you? I give Raw an F because, because of, and the main reason is because of Vicky Guerrero. The, that's the wow. main reason. And because all of a sudden they're making up a Oh, they had they were sleeping together. She was sleeping with John Cena, blah blah blah. And I don't like and, and no one thinks that no one thinks that I would ever do anything wrong even though I'm such a hypocrite. Oh, blah blah blah. Look at me. I slept with I married my way to Edge and made Edge's career and made uh Dolph Ziggler now and it's uh, I I can't stand it anymore. I'm so done. And this is the reason why why they decided to write in that I mean and this is a, I, I want to know what the main reason was to write AJ Lee out of a GM spot. She wasn't doing that bad of a job, I think, in terms of the character on TV. But I think it's because they wanted to to wrestle more because she she's now over, so they wanted to wrestle more. Of course, well, of course. But still, but, uh, it's enough to make me say, you know what, WWE, screw you. First one was Team Hell No. What kind of a tag team name is that? That there should be Team Friendship. <laughs> they should be called Team Friendship. That's a cool name. I mean, even though you left it up to the fans on for the Twitter, you had it as a choice. That's the problem I have. So, WWE, I'm sorry. I, I I can't do it. I'm not gonna watch WWE for a while. And I have to. I'm gonna need someone to tell me if anything actually good happens, because I'm really. I, I mean, okay. Okay, here's what what I'll do. What I'll do. I won't watch WWE. I won't watch Raw for for a while. But I'll listen. To, I'll still listen. And and honestly, you guys should too. Just listen to Wrestling is Live at like what 8 p.m. Eastern on every Tuesday. Every Eastern, every Tuesday, yeah, about 3 a.m. my time, so you know I understand why I'm a zombie. So yeah, 8 p.m. Eastern, SNS Radio Network, Trey when he, when he returns, JJ and the Bronx, the uh, 
third leg of the tripod pod pit piss something um yeah so to that out but should we go for a commercial break come back talk about impact WWE 13 and whatever comes to mind yeah let's do that when we come back we're going to cross the line into impact so stay tuned we'll be back right after this On. This is Kazarian. And this is the Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels. You're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Booyah! These men threaten the livelihood of TNA. On November 11th, the truth will finally be revealed, and their road to hell will be paved in blood. TNA Wrestling and Direct Auto Insurance present Turning Point, live, Sunday, November 11th, only on pay-per-view. Everybody has one of these, but before I kick it, I got some stuff to do. I now pronounce you Ms. and What's on your bucket list? WWE Survivor Series. Let's go to our ring announcer. Wrestling fans, your ring announcer here, Sean Beckerman, and I'm proud to present to you the Pro Wrestling Nostalgia Podcast that's taking the IWC by storm beyond the bell. On each edition, we cover a different theme, taking you back in time to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling. We go behind the mic, where you will get backstage stories from the perspective of a pro wrestling ring announcer on the independent circuit. Find out what it was like to announce some of the greatest stars in pro wrestling history and the funny stories behind the scenes. And we wrap it all up with old school wrestling music. So tune in to Beyond the Bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network. And I'll see you at the matches. It's go time! Wrestling Rambles is a great place to read and discuss the latest ramblings on the WWE, TNA, and independent wrestling. Wrestling Rambles provides you with a daily dose of columns and wrestling news, as well as podcasts like Wrestling Heads and now Running the Ropes. So what are you waiting for? Get on there and ramble. Check out www.wrestlingrambles.com. This is Nigel McGuinness, Ring of Honor Superstar. You're listening to Running the Ropes on the SNS Network. Stay tuned, you wanker. Alrighty, 
welcome back to Running the Ropes. And I just realized I had the audio. I, I just I just played back some of the recording and I noticed that my audio was not coming from my headset like it was supposed to be doing the whole show. We're already about an hour and a half in. <laughs> if it's not one thing, it's another here on Running the Ropes. But uh, it was coming through from my webcam for some reason, so I fixed that now. <laughs> Send your your jokes to Maverick on Twitter. Just go ahead. At RTR Maverick. <laughs> RTR Maverick. Mock him, mock him as much as you want. Tell him that he's like Dumbledore. I'm on um, the Facebook. Go right ahead. <laughs> yeah, send, send, and if you send him, send him an email, start it, start it with the um, subject, Maverick fucked up again, or Mav fucked up, Mav fucked up. Um, yeah, so send, send Mav your hate mail. Yeah. And you know what? I, I deserve it. You do. An hour I, and a I half do. into the show. And like, <laughs> I the only way that I can compare you would would be Sin Cara, okay? You get good, <laughs> and then you screw up. You get I, good, I get I'm good, and screw up. Exactly. That's like I'm actually the history of this show. And why is my WWE Universe mode putting Triple H on superstars? How dare this game? Dude, uh, earlier well, I had I had Rock versus Brock Lesnar on the superstars. <laughs> How I mean, dare they? It's, it's it's not just that, but it's both Dolph Ziggler and Triple H. Okay, wait, okay. Let's see, okay. Okay, let me see. On, on, my, on my game right now, okay, on the Superstars, we have Bret, Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. Great match. On Superstars. Cactus Jack and Stone Cold versus Duke, <laughs> versus Duke Love and Mankind. Um, Beth Phoenix, Trish and Lita. The APA versus the, the, the Brother of Destruction. Well, see, yeah, yours is more developed than mine. Mine hasn't really been developed all that much. Not, not mine. Oh, okay, okay, I've, 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 I've unlocked all the. I've, I've, I've unlocked all the wrestlers, but hurry up, Mary, hurry up and get, and get I'm, it more. I'm hurrying up there. as much as I can. I, ju I think the last thing I unlocked was um, the. I think it was the SummerSlam arena, the SummerSlam '98 arena, which was one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite pay-per-views, because of the fact that it, they actually use an ACDC track for the first time. So that's cool. Anyway, let's go oh, ahead. Must, you know what? Must we, say, we're, we're, let's, let's, let's cross the line now. Let's talk about some TNA. TNA, do you really want to cross the line? Um. So it starts off with Joseph Park, and he's in the ring. He says, I'm not a wrestler, I'm an attorney. But he's going to call out 18 and 8. And um, I, I always wanted to bring out Abyss, just bring back Abyss, please. That's what I asked. It would make sense um, to bring him back. Uh, yeah, it, it, it would. Like, have him like, take him out and then have him come back one week, just pissed off and kill him. Um have Next to go up, off on a giant rampage for like two weeks on Aces and Eights. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, and then Aces and Eights jump him, and then this brings out the roster, and we have a stare down. And Sting says tonight someone will be demasked. Um, we then see the um, 
the Mr. Carry Man, and he's talking to Magnus. Magnus comes to the ring, calls out Samoa Joe. Uh, Samoa Joe versus Magnus. Uh, Joe wins via DQ after Magnus decides to use a spanner. Make a there. A spanner. What the hell's a spanner? A wrench. Okay. Um, Come on, you gotta Americanize it for me, man. I'm sorry. A giant metal object in, 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 in his hand. You did say a wrench. I, I know what a wrench is. Cool. Um, we, we then have Frank uh, Kazarian and Christopher Daniels, and they call out... Uh, ooh, they appear to be calling out uh, Hernandez and Chavo, but they actually call out the Spanish announcing, which I found funny. So, I found they, it a they bit come... racist myself. Racial retirements. Um Good old family racism. Yeah, and, and they pretty much beat down those guys before uh, Chavo and um, Supermatch make the save. Next up, we have Gutcheck. We have Christian York. Now, he wrestled on the first TNA show, and he's a former tag team partner of Joey Mercury. He totally and looked like Mickey Rourke in The Wrestler. He looked... He, yeah, he, he did, to be honest. Like, I could not help but to think, Ram Jam, Ram Jam. Like, that's the only thing I wanted to chant. And, like, to, to be fair, I think he looked like the best, like the best person that we've seen so far in Gutcheck, apart from Joey Ryan. He looked the best. Um, but Joey Ryan he, needs to be shot. <laughs> oh, you don't really. I hate him. I hate him. I hate his gimmick. I don't think he's... I, I, I can't say that I don't think he's a great wrestler because I don't, I've never been a wrestler. But the gimmick is just... No. No. Stop gyrating the little kids. Yo, you, 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 you love it really, Maverick. You, you love it really. I, I think he's disgusting. Um, so, Zima Iron defeats Chris, uh, Christian York, but like I think Christian York look really, look really good. Next up, we have ODB versus Jesse from Big Brother. Now, Jesse do you wins. Think, do you think that Christian York will get a uh, contract? I I've, 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 he's too old, to be honest. I, I think, think so, too. too. Um... I think that's literally his only thing. That's against him. He's too old. But then again, so was Diamond Dallas Page. This is true. He was 41. No, he was 35 when he started. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I was saying, he's he, 41 when he won his first title. Um, so, yeah, next up we have Robbie E versus Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy wins pretty easily. Outcome of Austin Aries and Austin Aries... Uh, tr trash talking with Hardy. Hardy then announces that it'd be a ladder match for turning points. Uh, we then see a uh, footage of the opening of Hogan's new beat shop, and Matt Morgan steals a cape. Uh, next up, we have oh, Rude. Don't, 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 don't try and just brush that off. He didn't just okay. steal a cape. He stole. Cape. No, it was the Thunderlips cape from Rocky Three. Yeah, uh, it's a cape. No, no, wait, 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 no, I'm wrong, I'm wrong, I'm sorry. It, was, it wasn't that, because, that's right, because Thunderlips' cape was white. He stole the uh, original cape from Hulk Hogan's first gimmick, which was Sterling Golden back in, like, 70s. He stole, he, it was, he used it for Mania. He didn't use it for yeah. Mania. He did, when he beat, when he beat Under the John. No, 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 no. I don't think so. He did. I think he did. 
I, I, I'll have to watch it again, but I really don't think that was that he used that cape. Except for except for when he was like in the AWA or something, when he was still doing steroids. Oh, I'm guessing. I think. Um, I read his book. He admitted it. Moving on. Next up, we have <laughs> Bobby Rooney, and he and he's calling out the champion. It's handled, it's handled by AJ Styles. This is the part where AJ Styles takes a portrait at WWE, and uh, out comes Hulk, and he says, um, "At any point, there'll be a triple threat match. There will be Rude versus Storm versus AJ Styles. Now, the loser." will be unable to face for the world title until next year's Battle for Glory. So which guy out of those three guys do you see not winning, or not having a title shot until, main, uh, until uh, Battle for Glory next year? And this is James Storm, Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode, and... AJ Roode Storm. I don't see AJ doing, getting it. I really don't. So you think that AJ will not be able to have a title shot until next year's Bound for Glory? I don't even think next year. I really don't. I mean, I just don't. I just don't think he will get that shot because he's never in a relevant title situation. I mean, he's ta- he was tagging with Kurt Angle the last few times. Kurt Angle himself got his ass whooped. Not too long ago, by I think Aces and Eights, and no, by I, Jeff Hardy. Well, I mean, like, I whoever gets pinned here, I, I believe, will not be able to wrestle like and that's the question. Cannot wrestle for the world title until next year's Battle for Glory. Right. So we'll, we'll see. Um, next up, we have RVD versus Joey Ryan, Maverick's favorite guy of all time. As long as as long as Rob Van Dam takes him out, I could care less. Well, I, I love the we, fact that Rob Van Dam was wrestling against Joey Ryan. I didn't get the irony until, until right now. Um, no, unfortunately, Joey Ryan wins. Uh, yeah, that but, is unfortunate. Uh, then next up, we have Dee when he comes to the ring, and they have a giant brawl, and they finally uh, unmask someone, and put unmasked is Luke Gallows, who they can't say Luke Gallows because Luke Gallows is not his real name. So apparently, Luke, Luke Gallows is a WWE product and not a real person. Oh, I mean, because his real name is Drew, not Luke Gallows. So that's why he didn't say a word. But I mean, how are they going to explain him being part of Eight and Eight? Will they say that he, that he was part of Rinker King and have people pissed off from Rinker King come in? That's all the um, wrestlers are all from Rinka King. Even the Indian guys are Aces and Eights members. Yeah, this is the, 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 that's how the they're whole... gonna introduce Rinka King to the crowd. <laughs> the whole what, so what so by that that, that means about about there'd be about fifty members by the eight by end of this. Yeah. Like look we look when WWE did the whole ECW angle, this will be a literal invasion because there literally is a stupendous amount of people from Asian Eights that were in Monkey King. We just gave TNA their booking idea. See, there you go. See, and that that would be amazing if they do it right. It would be amazing. Hey, that reminds me. Where's is Rinka King still going right now? I'm sure it is. Nope. No, nope. you killed it. Wow. Despite getting 12 million ratings, yeah. 
Um, because the in, the indie guys weren't, weren't under contract. Oh yeah. Uh, and they wanted to try and expand. Now you would think that they, that they would do an, an, an English thinking kind of thing because we have plenty of people out here that can wrestle, um, and you know how well TNA out here has a fan base. Yeah. But no, they they're giving us British boot camp with the Blossoms and Marty and Rockstar Spud. And they are they are planning. They're still in the planning stages for an English promotion for TNA. Well, they should be, but um, I can't. I don't know. I, I'm not that privy to information. Um, but they are. How having, are you uh, not? You're you're TNA media, buddy. Well, apparently, um, I, I, I don't know how. Um, I pissed off TNA UK. I don't know how. What did you um, do? I don't. That's literally um, because myself and Adam were, were, were both media. And is now it because the media... you you got picked to play WWE 13 early? No, no, he, uh, no, not at all. It's, was it, it was around. Was it because of Magnus? I I, I don't know. Like, was it because like... you're on my show? No, not at all. Not gonna do that. Okay. Um, I, I I don't know, but long story short, the best way for me to get media now is via the US, the media as opposed to UK media. Okay. Apparently, apparently I you know I'm just fantastic at, at uh, pissing apparently off. Apparently, you're just friends with the wrestlers, and nothing no, else. No, uh, no, yeah. Well, apparently, I'm 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 a giant mark who. Uh, Who's Dude. a slap in the face yeah. to other wrestling fans? Am I right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, how, how dare I pay uh, what well, a grand to fly to America and watch Bound for Glory? Um, but before my but before my gets me in any more trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, definitely everyone pick up WWE 13. Um. Uh, if you haven't already, pick up Assassin's Creed 3. If you ever want to know how. The United States ever got their flair? I mean, hey, this is a good start. Um, what else? Hit us up on Twitter at h2h Crelly at rtr maverick without the k because I didn't get that far in life. Um, because I like to take just sell. one step back, just just to be on the safe side. Um, <laughs> uh, was what else? Facebook, facebook.com forward slash running the ropes dot radio. Uh, check out the SNS Radio Network and all their content, all their shows. Again, re- listen to Wrestling News Live Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, also, listen to this week's uh, Elite Force podcast. I was on there. Hey, look at this guy. Halloween special. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? You see, you see, you see I'm, I'm never invited to join the Elite Force podcast ever. Well, they're going to have me on again once uh, for, for another thing, but I'm going to save that surprise for them. Um, but uh, what else? Oh, yeah, next week, I promise you guys, I, I promise the fans because I'm awesome like that, I will be live next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific time, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, be sure to set your clocks back an hour, everybody, because you're going to need it. So, on behalf of Chris Kelly from HeadlocksAirlines.com, I am Brian Maverick Bertrand, and I'm saying, see you later, everybody. Oh,
This has been a presentation of Running the Ropes, the official podcast of the Unchained Wrestling Network and brought to you by the SNS Radio Network. The views expressed in this program are that of the panel and not of the networks or their affiliates.